Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We are continuing our scenario called Bonefire. It was written by Sean Little, and he is also our keeper. This is episode two. A recap will be given by me as my character, Fred Froggy Gilman. So without any further delays, let's continue our journey into the darkness. September is a good month for collecting various isopods, and it was my intention of doing exactly that when I was called to the office of the dean, along with two professors and two students. Dean Malmston told us about a little village in Minnesota named Karina, out in the farm country. He said for two years, they had experienced an unusual weather pattern that robbed them of rain and consequently their harvests. This began in 1923 and lasted until this harvest, but now they are experiencing an unprecedented bumper crop of unusually enormous vegetables and fruits. And as we later learned, pigs too. We took the train out of Boston to get there. It was an okay trip. The Stewarts must clean pretty well because I found nothing worthwhile on the train except a rather bloated female Latrodectus magnans living between the seat and the rear wall. It does make me wonder if at some point they will find her sack of eggs that she laid. Okay, I also found this letter from the Dean's brother slipped into my things. Now, I don't know who put it there, but I really don't like people going through my stuff. Anyway, Ingrid uh, Shatuck, with the help of a Swedish couple, managed to figure out the words at the bottom, something about people in town acting abnormally uh, and something about the equinox. Honestly, it sounded like some of the nonsense that my relatives would talk about when they thought us kids weren't really listening times and portents and watching the stars for signs that things might be coming around again. You know, fishing folk can be as dense as farming folk. We, we arrived in Little River and met the mayor. He looked a great deal like his brother, the dean. He took us out to the market and showed us around. Uh, it was a farmer's market like you often see in the country, but the fruits and vegetables were enormous. I wanted to look for unusual signs of insect incursion, but I didn't find any. I doubt that uh, insects are involved unless maybe they have a species of Hymenoptera the size of a rat. Oh, <laughs> that would be so sweet. I would name it like Apis ingenus. Uh, anyways, uh, we asked the mayor about the message and he admitted things here were strange and that uh, there was some festival on the equinox about a week away. I wasn't fully paying attention because I find such things kind of silly, like Ancestors Day back at home. Superstitious nonsense, if you ask me. There was something, too, about a meteor, a, a bolide, uh, that exploded in the sky back in 1923. That's next thing we're going to start sacrificing virgins to the goddess of springtime or some something very Swedish. I am uh, reticent to eat any of this stuff, but I was interested to watch Professor Delcourt take a bite. 
Uh, I'm going to keep my eye on him. I don't think his ears could get any larger, but, you know, who knows? Uh, Ingrid says she saw a huge pig being chopped up and made into sausages. What is going on here? Something is making these weird things happen. We are going to head over to Karina tomorrow. We sure hope the bugs there are better than they are over here. Thanks, Tom. Excellent. So when last we spoke, you saw the truck driving away, the truck that was the converted refrigeration uh, unit, that the doors were double doors that were opened wide. They had things pile up around it uh, and, and they weren't, sorry, the doors weren't open wide. They could be open wide. And when they were open, you were able to see, or Ingrid was able to see the giant sow or hog within uh, pieces of it, at least, at least large, large chunks of it left pieces removed, of course. So the truck is now driving away. Um, if you care to ask anyone at that stall, they'll just say, oh, well, that, that was, that was just dropping off, you know, meats for the market and so it's off for a delivery now. And then they just big wide smiles and ask if you'd like to see, like to purchase anything, if you'd like to try any sample, any meats, whatever. They're just pushing their, pushing their wares like they would at any market, farmer's market in a friendly way. The mayor's Wonder. over there. Just, you know, the mayor is wandering around still. He wanders to you and away from you. He's talking to people. He's just, just doing his mayoral duties at the farmer's market. So if I'm back around these other people, I'm like, well, so what do you think about this? Something's got to be unnatural about what's making all this stuff grow big. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, growing up on the farm, I didn't really... <laughs> nothing this size and no. let alone a giant hog i mean no not at all nothing like that um and 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 feeding and uh feeding this produce to the animals make them get that big uh -uh. that's not natural it can't be timing on all of this with the meteors is a little strange to me that still weighs on my mind I do wonder if they if they found any pieces of that meteor. I think I recall in that article something about uh, one of the university professors trying to get samples of it. It's possible, but uh, whether it's a cause of anything, who knows? Well, I mean, I mean, we know our biology, don't we? I mean, plants live and work and I mean they do what they do because of chemicals and you can enhance the soil with things but you know I've seen big pumpkins before um, mm -hmm. but it's usually the farmer just for the fun of it he'll only let one pumpkin grow and he'll baby it and he'll nurse it all summer long but not like crops of them because, you know, the plant can't provide that much nutrients. So maybe there, maybe you're right. Maybe there could be something in the soil with the meteorite. If not, there's a university nearby. Perhaps they've been experimenting with new fertilizers and, you know, the farming folk are, they're strange. They don't like giving away their secrets to outsiders. You know, maybe they think we're here to take it away back to, you know, our university and, and steal their secrets from them, which is, silly but i mean maybe maybe that's why they're not being very forthcoming 
Well, the dean said he just thinks about feeding the world. I mean, it, it doesn't go with physics. I mean, you can't just magically get something from nothing. Something's got to be coming from somewhere. And uh, be... soil samples would be a good idea, I think, at yeah. least. Absolutely. Definitely. And uh, I know that there's this, the phrase, you are what you eat, but this is a little ridiculous. Well, the um, people don't look particularly bigger. I'm sure they've been eating all this stuff for a while and, now, huh? And when I asked the butcher, he said, when I asked him what they'd been feeding it, he said that they were feeding it their own scraps. So if... Uh, water samples, too. I think we should get some water samples. What are they irrigating these fields with? Yeah. I'm only mm. going to drink bottled water. And, well, if it's the water, perhaps that's also, in fact, in dealing with the pig, it has to drink, too. Well, I'm going to collect some samples, and then I'm going to take a look at them under a microscope when we get back. That's a good, excellent idea, Fred. Yeah, I agree. Acquire some samples and try and see if we can find any hard data about anything, because right now all we have is conjecture and possible connections to either, yeah, an asteroid or a meteor or whatever, some sort of anomaly in the sky and something under, something under a microscope. If, if they have found some substance that's making their plants and animals grow, they're probably going to keep it a secret because they'll think that they're going to make millions and millions that's of what dollars. I'm saying. Yeah, this, I, maybe they just don't want to tell us. We might have to do some sneaking around. We might have but to. You'd think the mayor would be in on this then. Like, why, why ask us to come if this was some little town secret that they wanted no. to make big money no. on? that's true in fact he was the one who was worried about all this according to him this is not natural i mean i can i can attest swedish people do not normally act like this this is very much not what they do they're normally well, very a, reticent hmm? he's a politician so you know maybe he's eating steak and lobster all night long and not uh not eating the local it's food possible. It's possible. Mm -hmm. well, did he say that it's been a a change in the attitude of people year over year that, mm -hmm. you know, last year or year before they are act, acted differently than they have this year. Yeah. Um, yeah but they were as, starving last year. Well, well, yes, but generally, you know, attitudes tend to stay remote, somewhat similar, but not always. Hmm. I'll check and see if it's affecting the insects because there's a lot of insects that eat plants. And you'd think if you'd find some, that they, they might be big too, don't, don't, don't you think? That would be so awesome. I mean, I might be able to, you know, find a new species or something. That would be like, oh my God. E easier to see if nothing else. I don't know. If we get chased around by giant crickets, I might be out of this one. We'll see though. Eh, crickets won't hurt you. Even big crickets shouldn't hurt you. Right. A big hornets might hurt you. I don't think I need to know that. <laughs> I'd like to see their farms. I'd like to get out and see their farms. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good mm. idea. Me too. Really. Definitely. Uh, what time of day is it? Is it like afternoon at this point? Or? It's first thing in the morning. You had breakfast and, uh, and, and the mayor drove you out to the market so you could see for yourselves. Okay. But now, are we not going to Karina till tomorrow? You, you know, you're going today, actually. 
what the, the what the mayor well the mayor the mayor comes back he says so have you, have you seen all you want to see um what he's done is he's arranged for you to have a place to stay out on the outskirts of karina karuna rather well mr mayor what i'd like to know is how do the farmers feel about us poking around their farms well i'll tell you there's two two groups You've got the younger families, the, the people with the kids, the people, you know, their 40s, their 30s or 20s, the ones that are working the fields, not the older folk. I mean, the, the way this community works, the older folk tend to, they reach a certain age, they sit back, they enjoy life. The younger folk, they're enjoying the, the profits. They're enjoying the, ben- the benefits from this happening. They haven't come to me and complained, but I know that the, the university is the town council's voting on Tuesday about making a call to the university. They people have been happy so far to date. I personally, because of my connection to my brother and my knowledge of science, because I have a university degree as well in biology, I think there's something up. I want something to be dealt with, but I, I, I would I want my brother's university to be the ones to make make whatever discoveries are made but but do you think that we're going to encounter any kind of hostility they're very calm people i mean they're my people they don't they hunt they log they farm they work hard they they love their cold winters it seems say we always do but i'm telling you they i haven't seen any signs of anger nothing but happiness nothing but friendliness they're, they're, they're outward going. They're not normally okay. like this. Right. Well, then maybe, so, maybe that would indicate that they don't know what's causing this. I, I don't know. I did ask and they just said, oh, it's just a good year. They seem to think it's a good year. The old, depending on who you speak to, they might. There's a few that say you know, the, the old gods are helping us along. The old gods from back in the old country. Uh, then there's ones that just say it was just a cyclical. You have a good year, you have a couple of bad years, then you have a great year. It's up and down. You, you don't know. Nobody's really given any excuses. They're, they're doing things exactly the same as I can tell. I've, I've driven around, but feel you can stay at my cottage near Karuna. It's outside the, the village or it's the community rather. It's outside of the community. Uh, my housekeeper will make sure you have everything you need. She's not from the community. She's actually from down the way a bit. I, I bought the cottage from her family. Uh, her name is Jesse Brown, uh, but she'll, she'll come and go once a day. She'll make sure you have what you need. She'll bring you food from town. If you need, um, she'll set you up anyway, anyway. I, I appreciate, um, we appreciate that, uh, sir. Could you, uh, refresh my memory a bit? How far away, how long of a travel will it be? Well, you can, we can drive in my vehicle after we pick up your bags, I mean, we, my, my, my assistant here can drive us and it'll maybe 45 minutes oh, okay. back roads, a little slow. It's, mm-hmm. it's out of town. I mean, it's, it's a little ways out of town. I'll, I'll go get my stuff. Yeah. Right then. Oh, well, shall we drive back to the hotel to load up? Uh, so, yeah, sounds good. And you said we're going to be staying at your cottage, and are there there'll be room enough for everybody? No, uh... there's three bedrooms. You'll have to okay. divide up yourselves. There's a kitchen. There's a dining room. There's 
a nice patio outside with a table. You can actually view, you're up on a hill. You can view the community of Karuna from the hill. You can look down into the valley where all the farms exist. You see the forests on the north and the, the, the that would be the east. Yeah, you can certainly have a good, have a good view of what, uh, what there is. All right. And beautiful, beautiful starry nights. Sounds lovely. My thoughts exactly. All right. All right. Well, the vehicle, the vehicle pulls up. It's ready to go, and the mayor waves waves over to his assistant. And uh, you, you actually, your bags are, were already uh, ready to go at the hotel, so they're in they're in the the vehicle in the trunk, well, the boot, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so they've uh, they're driving you off to, down the dusty roads, I and mean, it's forested. You see a little bit of a difference. You move out of the you move out of the city, and immediately becomes beautiful untouched countryside for a while then you proceed into an area where there definitely the forest had been clear cut at one point quite a bit and they're regrowing so there's small 20 year old trees not quite as old as you know they used to be planted in rows rather than the normal haphazard way that trees grow you see the occasional you know farm field farm farmers field small farmhouses of you know north american traditional what you would see, what you would normally see. And, sl- and then eventually after about 45 minute drive, you arrive at this beautiful little cottage. Uh, it's, it has be- it was wonderful English style gardens, overgrown butterflies and birds flying around and trees planted around it. A lot of birch trees. Um, they seem to be uh, prominent. And again, about 20, 20, 25 years old, somebody planted them at one point. They, they're watered, it seems from a little of the a small creek that goes by to the north. They've uh, they've got they draw water from it to uh, irrigate the trees in the gardens. And uh, as you pull up, uh, there's a lady waiting for you, and she's a stout, short little English English short 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 stout little woman. Uh, but she's very determined and very smiling. She she waves waves at you as you arrive. She says, "Oh, our guests have arrived. Greetings, greetings, and please." Carry your things in, and let's let's uh, let's get you set up in your bedrooms. All right. Okay. So, okay. Yep. We'll start uh, grabbing all the suitcases and equipment and hauling them in. Up we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's a well-lived-in cottage. It's 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 very nice, and uh, it's not opulent, but it's definitely not ramshackle. Uh, it's well kept, and there's. Uh, it, it looks like somebody lives here occasionally. The mayor probably spends the occasional weekend through the summer and in the winter here for, for, just to get away from the city. But uh, there's nobody living here now, obviously. So it's it has a beautiful view out the back window. There's a patio with some chairs and umbrellas that can be removed and put away, and you can see the the, the valley drops off, almost right from the edge of the yard. Uh, beautiful deep deep green lush grasslands leading down to a road and you can see houses in the distance uh, clustered around the the road um, crossings and there's forest in the distance as well and beautiful farm fields lush green and yellow and well mostly green and you know yellow flowers and such white whatever makes sense the appropriate type of plant orange for pumpkins he says, "I, ha- I have a, on the. I've, I've actually provided you a map as well. If you're an, interested, help you uh, assist you in your work. 
And do the do the local farmers know ahead of time that we're going to be roaming around and taking a look at things? I have not let all of them know, but I have provided he's provided you with a letter written in Swedish that will introduce you to anyone that asks, uh, signed by him. And he says, I can read this to you. Essentially, it just says that you're here on my behalf. You're looking into the wonderful, outstanding growth of the farm, of the, the, the agriculture this year. And that you're, you're here on my behalf only uh, to, to investigate and to determine what exactly uh, has happened, uh, just to, to try to get a good handle on things. Okay. Okay. Uh, so looking at that map, we're at the very south. Is that where the cottage is? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes, that's correct. And then the lots, I see lot one, two to nine, one or nine, two, are those all owned by different families? Um, or could you tell me a little bit more about those? Yeah, of course. Uh, what, what you will find is when the community was initially formed, they went with, uh, rather than you know, typical Minnesota uh, ways of breaking up land, they went with the, the fashion that a family were awarded a, a one of the lots. Now the families were not, are not necessarily, owned, these lots are not owned by one family, but one family is the prime family that runs that lot and a few other smaller families and workers will assist them and share in the profits of the lots. It's almost like a, well, dare I say it, it's almost like a commune like like thing. Everyone who works will take part in the reaping of the rewards. Right. In, a, in a way, in they a get way. work, they get paid. The family who owns the lot are the prime the prime receivers of the fees, yeah. but they pay their people accordingly. It's the um, same sort of system with the like, fishing folk that uh, the community sort of shares the bounty together. Ah, okay. That makes sense. All right. So uh, the, there are probably several families that are the more prominent ones, but uh, any of them should know what we, we would need, I would think. I well, I don't know that they will know what you need. I would say most likely uh, they, they're more likely to know you're here on my behalf and you're just investigating. The university has been here multiple times uh, looking into various other things. Uh, the university acts on behalf of the, the agriculture department to uh, verify that people are, you know, their animals are healthy. There's no disease, that sort of thing. I think so they're, they're can... used to government officials. I think that we could be, I mean, these are, these are simple folk out here. So if we wander onto their property to get soil samples, as long as we're not damaging anything, they right. probably don't care. That's, I was just asking if there's going to be any sort of hostile person that's going to shoot at us. Uh, and we probably don't have to visit all the lots, just we just need samples, you know, from here and there and. Well, then, then I think I don't think you'll have any problems. I, I can't imagine. You certainly can contact me if you do run into any difficulties. But I will say, if you do need in, in, in some assistance immediately, Nicholas Engberg, Engberg. Niklas Engberg. It's N I K L A S 
Eng, E-N-G-B-E-R-G. He writes that name down for you. Niklas Engberg. He's the person who is probably the closest thing to a mayor the community has. He's an elder, but he's not the eldest. He's certainly someone that I would trust to assist you if you did run into any difficulties. Thank you. Okay. All right. Is there anything else we need to, to do, we think? No, I think we should get started. We just don't need to, you know, just don't be up to it. Those are going to ask us questions. We just tell them the truth. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, see no reason why okay. they wouldn't be amiable. I mean, we could potentially, if we discover what's causing this, we could bring it every year who knows I, that would be nice it literally could be just the right combination of chemicals in the soil mm. well I suppose well, we, we won't one, one quick question uh, looking at that, yes. that map again lot 9-1 and 9-2 is that owned and worked by the same uh, family group of group of people you know, oh, oh the, the easternmost areas. I would no lot nine. It at one time was a lot that was dedicated to a, uh, as you'll note, the center area of Karuna, lots one through eight. They're devoid of trees. They, they were clear cut when the logging operations began many, many, a generation or two, a few generations ago. Lots nine, one, Lot, sorry, nine, one, and nine, one, sorry, nine, I, and one, and two, rather. Those were set aside by the elders of the community to not ever be logged. So you'll note there is a forest area in the middle, and that area is never to be logged. It's to be left as old forest. Nine, two is owned by one family. Nine, one is actually owned by Mr. Engberg. And there is, they might have their own little personal, you know, gardens, perhaps. But 9-2 is where the, the, the it actually, Milak mil, mil, is there. And that is where they would ship off, uh, originally log, logs would be shipped off across. Now it's just used for recreational boating and some transit to other other communities and such. But uh, yeah, it's, it's two separate families. And no, there's no farms there generally and uh, no logging. Well, it's very important because if, you know, our, the one was our little running theory about some meteorite, uh, we'd want to check soil samples from the farmed land and from the unfarmed land. Mm-hmm. And probably, I'm, I'm just a history student, but growing up on the farm, probably the land right around the lake too, and mm-hmm. the river and probably any rainwater if we happen to get that while we're around here. Probably from out good. here too, we should see if there's any difference uh, meal lock is not the water supply for the farms is it uh well it's a valley rainwater comes from down the hills down it's, it's it's there's quite a bit of water usually they've had a dry year as you know but right. uh, they they certainly when they do need water they will bring it in from the lake by truck yes if they need it they can do that so I would probably would, would I think we ought to sample at least some of the lake water as well, yeah. just in case. We should, I think we've well, got and, enough. And, 
ask if the farmers themselves, they may be irrigating with water, not from the lake. Maybe if they let us just have a sample of anything that they are keeping. Yeah. We should also ask them if there's anything weird on their land other than gigantic vegetables. Keep an eye out for large livestock. Yes. And perhaps a crater wherever, if, wherever this thing may have landed. If it landed. Oh, I imagine if it was of any size and it hit the ground, it would leave a crater the size of the whole town. Mm-hmm. He, he, um, he reaches over to the table and picks up the map. He goes, oh my gosh. He goes, I've and he takes it and he says, just a moment, please. This is my personal copy. He says, here, I've got another copy for you in this. And he opens up a tube and pulls it out. And he gives you this copy. And you notice there's something different. I mean, between the other, this one and the previous one. Yeah. So, so he. Kind of a lozenge. Yeah, it was when you, now that you see this one, the previous one, that, that was a pencil mark on the map and it was in pencil and it was like a, you know, HB, like a fairly dark pencil. And he had to scribble a few notes on the back of the map too, but he's given you this clean copy. Sorry. I, I, I dabble, dabble myself in some investigations or just poking around, seeing where the good, uh, the good harvest were, but I will leave it up to you scientists to do the work. Um, now it is Saturday. I believe it's Saturday. Am I correct in that? <laughs> it is Saturday. Uh, so uh, the 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 festival, as they will they will refer to you, it, it, this is going to occur. It it occurs on Monday evening. So you've got a day or two to poke around, and like I said before, they will be having their church services on Sunday. They will probably invite you. You are, it is not taken as an insult if you do not wish to attend. But they, they, they will feel the, the need to invite you. We understand. So I, I will, I'll, if you don't need anything else from me, I'll, I'll make my way back to town. There is, uh, there's no, t- there's no telephone in the cottage. However, I mean, Mrs. Brown, she lives right up the road with her husband. They do have a telephone there. So, and he points up the road and you can't see the house, but you assume it's within a short distance because she doesn't have a car with her. She has a bicycle. So this area, I I assume we don't really have transportation. Um, How long, how far is it from one end of the valley to the other end? Can we walk it in an hour? Um. He thinks about it. He says, well, within an hour, you could walk down the highway from one end to the other. But do, do you, would you like me to arrange for a vehicle for you? Well, not necessarily. I mean, we're literally going to be going from one farm to the next, taking a little sample, a little sample, a little sample. We might as well just, you know, we could start at both ends. And might be easier that way. Or walk, walk down this road, up this road into the middle and then in both directions and then meet back up in the middle it's 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 it is definitely walkable and the weather is nice it's not hot it's not it's minnesota it's not cold it's yeah he says he says bicycles he says he looks at that he looks over at mrs brown she says we have four we don't have enough for everyone we have four 
the children, mm. when they come home, they, they, we all take rides along the roads and such. Well, maybe mm. you guys, I'm not particularly good at bicycles. I was kind of joking, but my sense of balance isn't very good. I can swim, but. It might be a good way to get around town, get around uh, Agreed. all the settlements. Yeah. <clears throat> and, Cover. and if, uh, do, do these bikes have bassets on them or some, or can they be fitted with them? There's definitely two baskets, two of them with baskets, uh, but they're very small. They're wicker. No, they're not. Uh, you, you put your you know, backpack or something to carry stuff. Okay. Maybe that's what we do. We do this systematically. I'll go in the middle and you guys go out to the ends and, and we don't all have to be together to take soil no, samples. No, of course not. Yes, that, that, that makes sense to me. I was going to say, if um, you're going to invite us to the services tomorrow, I'm sure my mom would uh, appreciate me heading over that way on a Sunday. So perhaps I can uh, spend an hour or two doing doing that while everyone, you go out and collect some samples. Yes. That could be sure. Cool. I'm going out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The sooner we get started, the better. Mm. Okay. Well, your your equipment you've you've, un, you've brought your bags in. You right. haven't set up, but I mean, there's four. There's three bedrooms rather upstairs. The living room has a couch, an easy chair, a fireplace, or well, small fireplace. But it's more of a wood stove than a fireplace. Uh, there is a kitchen with a small small table. To prepare on, there is a dining room with a large harvest table that could be used for any purpose. There's chairs around it. Uh, there is a cellar, which has a bit of a workshop in the basement. Um, you, you, you haven't seen it yet, but the mayor told you there's a, there's a workshop in the basement for you can use if you wish. Uh, there's The three bedrooms are upstairs. There's an outhouse. And there is a patio, as I noted, that has a view. And as as he is, he's leaving. He just he, he mumbles, he mentions something to Mrs. Brown, and she says, "Well, if there's anything you need," and, and she waves at the mayor as he drives away. She goes, "But by the way, she goes, he thinks you might be interested in the telescope. There's actually a telescope in the closet. It may be nice uh, for looking at the stars this evening." Perhaps yes. Um, I suppose. Where do we want to set up? I think we could set most of the equipment on the dining room table. Yeah. And then yeah. commandeer the workshop if we need to, like, I don't know. I mean, there's something. lots of light in here, so we could, you know, set up the microscope and, uh, yeah, let's get it all set up. And I want to go out and get some bugs. <laughs> set up an impromptu lab in his house and then hit the road? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll give you a, you know, takes you like an, an hour to unpack and then, you know, a half an hour to shuffle things around, get yourselves ready to go. And uh, yeah, you're set. You, she does, she's, she's going to go home. Uh, she helps you move a few things around. She points out that there's a full pantry with some preserved and canned and canned vegetables and fruit from, from the, the city. She, she purchased at the city, not recently. This is stuff from a while ago. Uh, there is a, an ice box that has some food in it. Nothing, nothing really. She, she bought some milk 
and she bought some cheese and she bought some butter. She bought just basics for you. There's a loaf, a loaf and a half of bread. There's just, you know, basic food. You have food for a couple of days. Is the, the produce the, the giant produce or does it look normal sized? It actually looks normal sized. The, the, the food in the larder uh, looks like sheep, sheep canned at last fall or something, or, you know, the spring. It, it doesn't look like anything that's out of the ordinary in size. Okay. Um, I do, however, snag a couple pieces of the normal produce from the icebox to use as a control for comparison to the other uh, giant produce. Yep. It's not going anywhere. You can do that anytime you like. Sure. Right. All right. I'm off to hunt bugs. Okay. Samples. Well, I'll bring the I'll bring the map up again for myself. If you does that, did everybody get a good screenshot of it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, for the most part. There's ten lots. There's five of us. We could each take two lots and just even even Froggy. I know you're after your bugs, but maybe if you could at least you know collect a little bit of soil or something, that'd be helpful. Well, yeah, I'm gonna. We're, uh, we're, we're down here where it says to Little Rock, for Little Falls, right? That's right. You are in that, that house, those two houses there. One is a house, one right. is a garage that doesn't have any bike, any car in it. Um, though the larger one is actually the, looks like the smaller one. Looking out from the patio, you can see all except the, you know, the half of lot one and five. Uh, the You can see all the way to lots uh, two, six, A, B, lot seven, eight, three, four, and then over towards lot nine. You can see all of that from the patio. You can see the houses. You can see people milling about doing their everyday gardening work. You're up, well, you're up a little ways. You're up you know, a couple hundred feet, maybe not that much, but you're, you're up a ways. It's a good size hill. Since, um, since I'm walking, I'll just walk along the road, uh, lot, lot six, A and B I'll hit. And then I might walk a little bit towards, uh, uh, I mean, the, the, I'll take the right fork on uh, the road when it comes. I'll just walk for a while, while to get some samples and get some, see if I can find any gigantic insects. That would be awesome. Okay. Yeah, I don't have so, a ton of experience collecting samples, but if you can give me a little direction and just tell me where you want me to go, I'll do it. Just getting dirt. All right. Just That's all dirt. it is. That's what I'll do. It's, get, it's yeah. getting dirt, but it's making sure that you label where the dirt came from. That's the important yeah. part. Okay. All right. I yeah, can do that. You, you have jars with labels and lids and uh, collecting soil samples. You don't need to refrigerate them so you can collect them. Yeah, right. No, but you don't want them to sit uh, baking in the sun. No, either, so. no, no, no. But you, you don't have to. Right. You don't have to have coolers and that water samples. You got a little bit of a little issue there, but uh, for what you're doing, you can certainly. So just everyone tell me where you are going so I can determine things. I know that uh, Froggy's going down the road uh, past where it says lot six A and B and heading to the right. Uh, where is everyone else heading? Um, I think. I think I'm going to head more toward lot one and five. Okay. Uh, just because, you know, there's not really much else out there and it's not as far to go. Okay. All right. Make a little note. Good. Yeah, I mean, as long as there are no objections, I'm 
Uh, I'm a I'm a young man. I can head over to take the long walk to nine one and nine two, um, unless someone else would prefer to go over there and collect those samples. That's fine. I'll take four okay. and eight. Four and eight, nine one two. And Froggy, how far are you going? Are you stopping it to anywhere? Or are you heading on all the way to the end? Well, they're on bikes, and I'm on foot. So yeah, probably by the time I get I make that turn then yep. they'll it's have it. finished and I'll have finished and we'll so eat back up in the who middle. Wants to, who wants to hit lot two then? Well, uh, I can get part of that right right where the road is. <coughs> okay. okay. All right. Well, um, who's, well, I'd say that you're all, as you're all heading out, you're going down the roadway together bicycles and walking initially it's a fairly steep road uh so the bicycle people get to <laughs> get to get farther first um you see there is a house at the base of uh the roadway that's the base of the hill rather where it says lot 6a and b and um outside of the house you see a woman and she's hanging clothes up on a line and she waves at you all as you're passing and just smiles friendly like says hello waves and she has two little kids in the back uh, they're playing in the backyard and uh yeah she's she's just putting up lungs she's, once you once you pass the bicycle pass she, she sees froggy walking down the road and she hangs up a couple more things on the on the line and she walks out to the road and she says oh are you lost sir uh no ma'am we're with the university we're uh just checking uh for anything unusual going on you've been having a bumper crop this year haven't you oh yes my husband is more than happy with with what we've been growing it's it's a wonderful year we're hoping to be able to, to purchase a car after this have have you noticed anything unusual otherwise like uh, large uh larger than usual frogs or insects or things like that hmm I'm thinking like the weather you know, white white butterflies. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen anything out of the ordinary in that aspect. No, no. I know we, we've had beautiful nights this summer. The weather's been perfect. But you know, the one thing I noticed that's a little funny, the sound of the crickets at night. Oh? They're just, at times they keep me up. At times they keep me up. That's all. Do they seem faster or slower than usual? Because mm -hmm. it's usually the temperature that regulates. You can actually make calculations as to what the temperature is outside. Oh. Based on the, uh, <laughs> I'm not good with math, she says. Uh. Uh, but but she says, but they definitely, I've heard of that. I've heard of that before, but I'll tell you, it's not the, it's not the speed. It's just, there's so many of them and they're loud, very loud. So there's a large quantity of them. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, very loud, very loud, and and, and yes, interesting. I'll, That's I'll, the only I'll... thing I've really noticed. Now that I didn't even think about it till you mentioned it. Now, have you have you had any difficulty with like wasps or things like that on your on your buildings? No, no, we've we've had nothing out out, out of the ordinary. No, not at, well. Hmm. Hmm. You mentioned that. And she calls over her daughter. She goes, Ella, have you seen 
the little she uses a different word for them. The, the, the sting, the bee, the wasp things, wasps, hornet, no wasps. And she says, yes. And she just says in the woods, in the woods, I've seen them, what? but, but not, uh, she was, we often have them in the, in the shed. We often have them nesting in the shed, but hmm, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't noticed them this year. This is good. I like this because they stink. I'm always worried about the children. But I haven't, haven't seen many of them. No. Hmm. Well, would you mind if I just walked around your property a little? I'm basically collecting soil samples and, and possibly insect samples. She says, well, of course, of course. What is your name, sir? I haven't. Uh... Uh, my name is uh, Fred, Fred Gilman. Fred, Fred. My friends Very call nice. me Froggy. Oh, I'm Alva Fornberg. Very Alva. nice to meet you. Alva, this is my daughter, Ella, and this is my son, Christer. Okay. I'll uh, I write that in my notebook. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I, I don't want to be in your way or bother you at all while I'm out here doing this. Uh, you might notice some of my friends there on bicycles going up yes, and down the valley. Them. I yeah, saw them pass. Yes, yes. They're checking some of the other areas. Oh, fine. Um, now she doesn't have a. She has a very small garden, just so you know. But the plants in the garden look normal, just normal sized. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. And she had. They have a house and a shed. Um, there's a horse in the shed. Uh, her husband, it doesn't appear to be home at this time. So she's, she's kind of keeping her distance a little bit. You know, she doesn't know you, you're just a strange man sure, walking around sure. the property, but uh, yeah. So you, you have, you can wander around if you like, whatever right. you like. I noticed, I noticed your vegetable gardens, uh, uh rather mm-hmm. moderate compared to the, the bounty that you've been having from your fields. I think it's because we're up a little bit on the hill. We don't they're seem to get the, the you know, we're a little, they're, they're partway. They're not quite at the bottom of the hill. I see. Okay. I could well, be wrong. I'm not a yeah. farmer. I mean, it's all these little things or clues as to what's really going on here, but um, mm. thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. you have a nice day. You too. Um, so are you going to wander around her property or are you just at that all you're going to do? Well, I'm looking for differences. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a border to what's going on? You know, in other words, the grass over here looks completely normal. The grass over here is overgrown or, or something to indicate that there's a perimeter to this effect. Yeah, you, you don't see anything out of the ordinary hours, on her yeah. property. So, yeah, you, you're, you can wander around for a while. and That's okay. So right. I will go next to, um, I guess that would, the next closest place would probably be uh, you were heading to the left, were you not, uh, Ingrid? Uh, yes, for one and five. Okay, well, that's probably closer. So I'll say, okay, so you, you're just going to ride down the road and then you're going to turn left where the road crosses, mm-hmm. or sorry, turns left. Two small houses on either side, you know, one of them, you see some people working outside in their, their own personal vegetable gardens. Uh, one across the way has a little pen and there's goats in the pen. Uh, that's the first two houses uh, once you make the left. Okay. Uh, uh, you, people, uh, people just wave. I, I sort of wave as I'm going by. Do I notice like anything about the gardens or the goats that are unusual or are, are these like normal size? Well, let me look here. I would say, okay, so could you please roll, make a roll? 
let's say investigation makes sense or natural world, whichever one you prefer. Uh, I am, wait, investigation that doesn't appear to be a skill, but natural world I have. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm mixing up game systems. So <laughs> what's your armor class? So <laughs> It's okay. I, I get it. I've done it too. Ah, 54 out of 50. But you know what? That's what luck's here for. And it's only four. It's only four points anyway. Okay. Uh, the vegetable gardens look very good. It's corn. Uh, is like they're, they're growing corn and what... Mm-hmm. Um, you're an agrology student, so you can pick out that they're growing potatoes, they're growing corn, mm-hmm. just things they would eat themselves. Uh, the potatoes look, the, the plants themselves, the leaves look larger than normal. Not, not you know, like not palm leaves or anything like that, but certainly larger than normal, about you know, 30% or so. Uh, you first weren't quite entirely sure that it was potato plants until you looked closer. Yeah, it's potatoes, those potato plants. Um, the corn is taller than normal again. 10, 20%, you know, not 80 feet tall. And uh, the thing that you note, though, is not necessarily the vegetable gardens. You were expecting to see good crops. You were expecting to see that, so it wasn't surprising. The goats, however, you notice um, these little, these relatively small young goats, they have more horns than they should have on their heads. The, the horns are not the nubby little horns you see on the goats of that size. They're actually quite gnarled and misshapen, and there's more horn on their head than there should be. You can see that they've sawed them off to cut them down a little bit to keep them from harming each other. Um, and yes, the goats are also slightly larger than normal. Not, but, you know, larger. Mm. I definitely make a mental note of that as I'm going by. Okay. Um, but actually, hmm. uh, so actually I'm going to ignore the goats for now. Um, but I, I think it, am I on to lot one or five yet? Well, this, this was actually, um, this was your, this was as you're passing through lot six, a and B like this is, Okay, never mind that. I'll uh, keep going. Just that this isn't my okay. area. Okay, you continue on. You move on. You get to the next crossroads. It moves north, and then it is actually into lot two. Uh, is that where you're going to? So, sorry, or are you going to lot one? Or I'm, going to lo- I'm going to lot one and five. Okay, so you, you pass across. You see a crossroad goes to the right, and you can see a number of houses down that way on the map. If you look at the map, you continue on and there's like almost a mini village within the community where there's like houses on either side, two, four, six, seven, eight. You're into lot one and there's a large building that looks like a community hall of some sort. Mm -hmm. And then there is a little road that goes off to the left with another five houses. So you're now in lot one for sure. Okay. And there are farm fields, um, substantial, uh, well, well-groomed fields. Uh, you'll you're seeing now beyond the houses, fairly close to the houses everywhere. Mm-hmm. And do these look larger than normal, like about the size of the plants we've seen already? In lot one, um, it, it's not it's not very large. They're they're like larger than normal, but only slightly. It just looks like a really good year for these for these crops. Hmm. 
interesting. So I sort of park, see if there's, I mean, is there anybody around or? Um, you see about three or four people in the, I'm, I'm assuming you're at the part that's uh, where the crossroads goes to the south and your lot one is, is to the north yeah. of you mm-hmm. on the road. Um, yeah, you're seeing like, you know, there's some women walking around, there's some children uh, walking around. You do see out in the field to, to the north part of lot one, there is a farmer with a horse and a plow and he is, uh, he's actually plowing in under the soil. He's collecting potatoes, it appears to be. Okay. Um, I at least want to let somebody know I'm here so that nobody gets like, like, what are you doing with me? So I guess I'll head over to where those women are. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if you want word to spread quickly, ask a farm wife <laughs> or tell a farm wife. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, so the, the, they see you coming and they, they're, they're, they stop and they, they tell the children, go play. And they say, hello, how are you? Are you, you're, oh. you're, are you visiting family um, here? Um, actually, no. But um, I park and hop off my bike. Um, I'm actually here from the university. Uh, We've received word of your fantastic harvest this year, and we are hoping to see if perhaps uh, we could figure out what's causing it. If you know, because I I would think you might you might wish to recreate this, don't you think? Oh, it's wonderful! It's wonderful. We we are hoping that our families back in Sweden can we can send them seed at the end of the year, so we can we can help this growth spread it, it's it's so wonderful so many people will benefit from this after there's been drought across every across north america and elsewhere um so they say yes it would would you like and they have baskets of you know like just miscellaneous foods and such and would you like to try some would you are you um, interested um no thank you but what i'm actually here to ask is would you mind if i took some samples of the soil around here oh um well they they, they indicate where their family's farms are. I mean, the, the one lady indicates her family is actually the family that owns this lot. Uh, so she says, if you wish, she said, feel free to go out to the field to the north there where, where you'll see um, it's one of their husbands. He's out there plowing and then there's some help. And you, now that you look, there's a fellow working on, there's a guy working on fences with another guy. And then there is like, there's some people herding some cows or something there's doing farm stuff um in various locations north of the road but her she points out her husband is the one running the plow and they're the ones who are the the owners of lot one all right i'll um make sure he knows what i'm doing see if make sure he, you know he's all right with it just i won't get in anyone's way i just want to take a few samples that's all of course of course and would, would you like some assistance carrying things we could send one of the children with you hmm. well uh, that should be interesting. In fact, why not? Oh, she says, so she calls over one of the boys and she says, Christoph. And she calls the other boy, Dan, Daniel, strange name, but it's North America. Uh, she says, you, 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 you help, help this young lady carry things. Would you please? And they, they, they happily, they're, they're, they're happy to, to assist you. So they, they, they give a ball to their brother or sister and they or whatever they're playing with. And they say, yep. So they, they immediately start grabbing things and saying, let's go. Right, park so your bike I, here. I, I, uh, I park and then I start leaning down. I'm like, thank you very much. Uh, you can call me, call me Miss Ingrid. Yes, Miss Ingrid. We will. So you have two assistants. All right. 
So I, with boys in, in tow, head over to find the guy on, on the plow to sort of let him know I'm here, what I'm doing, you know, just so that, you know, I'm going to stay out of your way. Just want to make sure, is it all right if I do this? Okay. Um, while you're doing that, before we move on to anyone else, what I would say is, can you... Do, 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 I'm wondering what would make sense here. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what you're going to roll, but please roll and, and tell me what you get. Okay. Uh, 34. Good. Okay. When you, the one thing you notice about these kids is they're watching you. They're, they're like, Number one, you're an outsider. You're not from around here. You are new to town, and they're probably about 12 or 13, and they're just smiling at you and following you. And they're, they're, but it's not, just in, it's not just interest. They seem to have very wide smiles, and they're watching everything you do. That's it. I keep that in the back of my head and start thinking, maybe I shouldn't have asked for the assistance, but I don't let them know that. Okay. So you can head off into the field. Uh, what's your intention? You're going to find, you're going to speak to the farmer or are you just going to start collecting samples or what? Well, I mean, I just sort of wanted, you know, the idea was I just wanted to let them know that what I was doing so that, sure. you know, nobody would get suspicious like, who's this lady walking around our property? Okay. Okay. Well, well so, so you'll, you'll head off with the, with the children into, in, into that field. So who, let's go to the next person because I'll spread this around a little bit. So who is, um, so let's see, I'm trying, I was going, I was planning on going alphabetically or not alphabetically, clockwise, but I didn't. So we'll go counterclockwise. Um, okay, so Solomon, where are you heading in? You're heading off to the far end. Right, uh, lot 9-1 and 9-2. Okay, you're going to be a little while to get there, so I'm going to skip over you if that's yeah. okay. Sure. Uh, Roy Del Delcor, where are you heading? Which area? So, Foggy had Froggy. I'm sorry, Froggy had the uh, had the ones on either side coming in six and seven, correct? Yes. And then, so that would leave two and three above weren't taken, correct? I was. I'll just head up to two and three. Okay. So you, I'll just say you, you're sort of following Ingrid down the roadway, and where she she branches off to the left, heading off to one. You get to the area that has the multiple little clusters of houses there to area two. So similar situation, um, you get to the crossroads, the first crossroads, there's a number of houses and um, farmland all starts in between the houses north of the road. There is also farmland south of the road uh, in air lots 6A and B as you're dry, as you're riding your bike past and it looks very beautiful, very lush. But north of the road, there are definitely a lot of farms and there's houses and people, quite a few people walking around. Hmm. And so tomorrow's, so it's Saturday, tomorrow's Sunday. Yes, today's Saturday, yes. So it would be, it's a farming community. Everybody should be working. Does it look yeah. like everybody's working or does it just look like everybody's kind of congregating in any specific areas? Uh, right now, people are working doing various things, uh, carrying things, going from house to house, hanging up laundry. Kids are running around playing. They're, they're not working so much. The older kids, once they get to be about 13, you see some older teenagers, younger teenagers assisting their parents. 
I'm just going to go old people, by the way, also walking around old people hmm. like elders that they don't, they're not working so much. They're sort of enjoying no. the day. I am just going to go ahead and uh, collect my soil sample. And then I want to start looking around and seeing if I see any wells anywhere. Like it, do you, it, does anybody have like, is there like a main well dug for all the houses or does each house potentially have its own well? Or is it more like, yeah, try to find a well. Okay. Uh, pretty much every home has a well. If it's a larger home, some of the okay. smaller home dug wells, some of the smaller homes share wells. Uh, you'll you'll see that the, that's actually the situation. When you look at the map, uh, you will find that uh, some of the, where you see a cluster of like four or five houses, there's mm-hmm. one large well, and they're all drawing from it. And they, there's buckets. So this isn't. There's no pumps. Yeah, so not definitely. Okay. Um, I I will. I don't really want to deal with anybody um, unless they they approach me. So I'm just gonna go ahead and try and get to work and get as much uh get as many varied samples as i can so i'll 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 try and visit a couple of the different wells and see if i can just collect some samples some water samples okay um are you trying to be stealthy about this or are you just no uh it's more the the approach of if i act like i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing see what happens (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay I'm, I'm not adverse to them to them like uh to talking to them or anything i just kind of want to see what they do without like uh yeah social experiment let's see how they react to somebody just walking on and starting to take samples okay um soil samples extra friendly right now so yeah I'm test well it. they're definitely extra friendly but they they do notice when you're crossing into property so uh, they do take notice when you go beyond the roadway and you're entering someone's backyard, someone's field. So it, it isn't very long before someone, one of the elders actually comes up to you and says, excuse me, son, where, are you, are you with the government perhaps? Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of, maybe. I mean, I suppose uh, more, uh, more here on the behalf of the local government and the university. And I, uh, I started explaining the, the mayor asking us to come in on, and, and oh. I'll, I'll pass the copy of the letter to him. Okay. So I, I, I was going to ask who has the letter. I, th- I thought maybe there was more than one copy, but I, g- I guess I've commandeered the letter. Yeah, they did. They didn't fax or photocopy it for me. It would have been the guest Statler machine. Um, so uh, yeah, the uh, okay. I'll assume that since no one else said they grabbed it, you you scarfed it and put it in your pocket. So um, so he says, "Oh, it's interesting, interesting." Well, then I. I, I will speak to others to let them know what you're here for. Thank you very much for, for doing this. This is, this is what, what's the purpose. It's, it's to, 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 to see why things are going so well for us, you say. Well, yeah. And to see if we can um, figure out exactly what's doing it. And then we can maybe help other people who might've uh, experienced a drought or a couple of bad years like yourself. Oh, oh excellent. Excellent. So does, you have, you know, he, he gives you free reign. 
but right. you are now officially being watched. So okay. you do note that everywhere you go, there are people peeking, not hiding. They're not hiding like so you can't see them, but they're definitely watching you. So you can grab soil samples and water samples. No one's questioning that. Some kids might run by and say, what are you doing, mister? Kind of stuff, but that's about it. All right. Um, so you're off water sampling. Um, you, you do notice the same things as others, though. Uh, the area you are in in particular, uh, you do see a lot of large crops, large vegetables, large leaves, large plants, large everything. Um, you do note a, a cat, normal size cat, absolutely normal size cat. You see a hmm. dog pretty good sized dog, but not crazy big. Um, you do see out in the field, uh, some beef cattle, pretty good size beef cattle. Like they were talking mm -hmm. pretty large. So, hmm. but nothing out, outrageous like the, like the sow that was described by Ingrid. So, okay. Okay. All right. So while you're looking and doing that stuff, I'll skip over to Louise, Louise. Which area were you primarily focusing on? Um, four and eight. Four and eight. Okay. So you are traveling down the road. You're seeing the same things as described by others or two uh, that I described to others. You cross over into the area of four and eight. And just so you all know, the when you are crossing into these different um, lots, there's definitely fence lines. There's fence lines, rock fence lines, that kind of thing. So there are, there is a, a boundary marker and around the whole community, there is a very low, not anything to keep people out, but there's definitely a demarcation around the area of the community. And there was a sign in the front in English and Swedish, welcome to Karuna. So you, you get to the same, the area of four and eight, uh, which one are you want to, do you wish to focus on first? I'll start with eight. And it, this is such a sparsely, at least according to my pretty sparsely populated little space there. So I'll, yes. I'll go speak to both of the homes. It seems like there's only two homes here. Yes. To introduce it, myself and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, you get to lot eight and uh, there's a woman outside and she's, she's repairing some, some clothing, sewing some clothing on the front step. And she says, Oh, hello. Can I, can I help you? Yes. Uh, my name is Louise Fontenot. I'm with the university. We're here just trying to, to understand this, this beautiful agricultural boom you've had recently. Um, it's very impressive. And we oh. were hoping to maybe take some samples to uh, you know, pass on this knowledge or just, just learn, learn what, what you all have done here. Oh, she says, isn't it wonderful? She says, it's, just, it's, it's, it's wonderful. We've had such a, it was such a hard year last year, especially first year was bad. Last year was even worse because we had some stores from the year previous. And last year we had to use our savings to purchase. Um, we had to go and purchase food from others. It, it was not what we're normally, not what we're used to, but she, uh, she, she says, yes, uh, feel, feel free to, to take a look around them. Uh, our farm is not one of the ones that has such wonderful produce. We just, we're just having a good year. And so Excellent. she points to, to behind she was the gate is open. If you need any assistance, please let me know. And uh, um, you look back and uh, you can see the, the field behind. Can you, could you tell me um, your irrigation lines here? Are they pulling water from the lake? 
Uh, yes, yes. We, okay. we, when needed, we used to, we, we do bring, we do send some of the trucks out to pump water. Uh, they're old, they're old fire engines that we use. Uh, we bring water in where needed. We never used to have to. The soil was always quite, quite, quite sodden this, uh, towards the end of the year, summer rather, and spring. But uh, yeah, we've been bringing in water from the lake, okay. definitely uh, as needed. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And I'll busy myself taking some soil samples, keeping an eye out for anything unusual. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, while you are wandering around, how say uh, spot hidden, please? Okay. That is a fifty dead on right, right, right on my spot hidden. Right on your spot hidden. Excellent. Okay. Um, in behind her house, uh, let's say part, we just say you walk a third of the way, halfway back into the field behind the house into the big open space. And it is a big open field. Uh, you see the husband is out there and uh, he's, he has a couple of assistants out there, some people helping him repair a tractor, say. And they see you coming and he says, but you, you see him before they see you, actually. Mm-hmm. And you see them, they're speaking in Swedish. You, you, you don't speak Swedish, I'm assuming. No. Not at all. So they're speaking Swedish to one another, and there are two younger one men and the, this, this middle-aged man. And he, they're making some kind of gesticulations, just kind of, kind of hand gestures. And he has a book in his hands, and it's a red leather book. And as he sees you approach, closes up the book, slips it in his back pocket, and he says, can I help you? Can I assist you? Or are you lost? Oh, no, I'm from, I'm a researcher uh, from the university, just taking a few soil samples, um, really admiring this uh, bumper crop you guys have had in the last year. Very impressive. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Our, our fields are doing well, not as well as some of the others. Uh, and he looks back at his wife and gives her a quick wave and she waves at him as well. He says, we're, 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 we're enjoying, we're all doing very well. Thank you very much. P- feel free to take the soil samples, but we're going to be plowing soon. So you may wish to. Uh, okay. Let me, let me, yes. Let me do that quickly. I don't want to be in your way at all. Okay. So, so you can collect whatever samples you want to. Um, they're, they're, they, they put together whatever they're fixing on the tractor. They start it up and they start moving. He starts moving off. And one of the, the hands are sort of walking behind the tractor, following him, mm-hmm. uh, picking up rocks and throwing them out of the way kind of thing. So that's it. So that they're, they've wandered off and they, they do keep okay. looking back at you, but that's about it. Okay. Very good. All right. So let's skip over to Solomon Bezler. So everyone else has, has found their spot and they're doing their parts. What are, what are you up to? Yeah, so, um, well, as I roll in on the bicycle, uh, if there are people around on lot 9-1, I'll, I'll stop and greet them. But, uh, I mean, ultimately, I got to make it through what looks like a, some woods here, get to the lake, probably take a, a water sample from the lake, and then uh, over on 9-2, a soil sample. And it seems like I got a lot of ground to cover and, and a, lot of, a lot of samples to take here, so... I'll be, mm-hmm. you know, pleasant tip of the hat. You know, if yeah. someone's there, I'll stop, get off the bike and talk. But I've, I got a lot of work to do here. 
Yeah, lot nine um, one and lot nine two. Just so you know, there's there's only the only agriculture happening here is people's personal gardens. It doesn't, no, that's uh, right. They're not. It's all. Yeah, it's they're not growing. All de-logged. Yeah. Well, it's it, yeah. It's like hay fields. You know, like if if there's anything, it's it's a hay field. Uh, the road does go through the forest, but it's it's one of those roads that you see where they've they've cut the forest around the road, so it's like a it's just like a tunnel through the trees. The trees are very lush and they look very nice, and they haven't started turning colors yet, but you can feel it in the air. You collect some samples of the soil in the area of lot nine one. Nobody questions you. You're just passing through, and as you said, it, it it's a lot of forest more so. Uh, it's old forest. It's deep, thick, lush forest. And you're halfway through. And would you please uh, make a roll? I'm opening up your character here so I can look at it. Yeah. Could you please make a, well, let's say, a nat- no, not natural. Spot hidden, please, I guess is the most odd, obvious. Okay. Oh, 92. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fail. Yeah, you're focused on the road. It's a little bit bumpy. You're a little, little bit concerned. I just don't want to go off the path into the woods. Um, but could you make a listen as well, yeah. though? Seventy-nine. Well, well, it'd be twenty-nine. That'd be half my luck. Well, if it was closer, I don't know. I would, I, I won't, I wouldn't advise it. I, I wouldn't, I won't let you do it. I won't let you do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay. It's just a, it's just a, a nice day to go through the woods. It's very cool because it's such a thick canopy overhead and you, you pop out the other side. Eventually it's not very long. You're on a bike. I mean, it's not a super long roadway and you come up on three buildings uh, at, at the crossroads and you do see a sign that says to Malacca, uh, little road sign uh, to the, going to your right. Uh, the road continues on, splits off to the north, and that roadway going to the north and the road going to Malacca and the little section in between is paved, and it's quite nice. It's almost like it's, a, it's like a somebody, the government, somebody, the transportation has paved it somehow. It's a quite a nice road. The rest of the roads have been sort of chipping gravel or, or compressed gravel. Uh, so you get to those three houses. One of them is a general store. Uh, one of them is, believe it or not, an, an ice cream shop, an ice cream shop, ice cream shop. And the third one is a bait and tackle shop. And, um, there's people sitting on the porch and you see, you actually see some people just sort of walking around in very nice clothing and they don't appear to be locals. Uh, and as you, you know, you look a little farther down towards the docks, you see a couple of recreational boats, wealthy people have pulled up in boats and they're down there speaking to the locals. They are um, refueling, getting some food. There's some kids running around. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just some people have pulled up to the docks and have uh, just visiting. And they're, they're, there's a couple more buildings down by the docks and they are uh, like, there's outfitters, you know, not outfitters, but people that sell things to people who own boats. <laughs> and you say, does it look like they're like the, the shops are run by locals that are around here? Uh, you can't tell by looks, but uh, you can certainly, as you pass by, you hear people talking. Some of the older people especially do have a slight Swedish accent, if not a thicker Swedish accent. Okay. 
Um, does anyone look like they're paying attention to me necessarily? Uh, yes, because of the direction you're coming from, mm-hmm. they're noting. Hmm. They, they see you drive by. They're they're talking to each other, but they don't they don't say anything initially. But uh, if you if you, st- I'm assuming you're going to stop your bike at some point, and when you do, someone will come up to you and say, "Oh, hello. Are, are you just passing through?" Oh yes. Uh, well, I'm actually here with the university. I have a a few colleagues, and we're just taking a look at uh, the community here, and on behalf of uh, Mayor Walter Malstrom, uh, he asked us to to come and take a look around and, and take a look at the bumper crop that that's been going on um, over in Karuna. Um, so here I am, and gone through the forest, and well, wasn't aware we had such a such a nice resort here, <laughs> so to speak. Well, it's very small. It's very small. We we get a lot of boaters and fishermen and uh, passers through. Uh, the lake is used for some transportation uh, back and forth uh, around this part of Minnesota. So well, we took advantage of it a number of years ago. It set up this, these little shops and we don't make a lot, but we, you know, we make a little. Do well enough to, to keep going every year, right? Yes. Yes, of course. It's, it's just, it's in our nature. We like, we like to, uh, we like to supply fishermen and, and outdoors people with what they need. And would you care to come in? Would you like a, a coffee or a snack, a sandwich? We have a full, oh. full service restaurant inside. A coffee sounds wonderful. It's been a quite a day of travels. Yeah. Okay. So they invite you in. They've got, they have coffee with me all the things you need uh, for coffee. They have some cookies and pastries and they have sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just have a coffee and sit down and uh, kind of hear if I can overhear anything, uh, any conversations going on. Okay. Uh, it's, it's mostly locals in the store now and they're, they're a little reserved. They're just talking about the day and the weather and they talk about a ball game that they were listening to on the radio, perhaps something, nothing, Nothing outlandish, nothing, nothing strange. They're, they, they may even seem to sound a little reserved to you. Sure. Okay. I'll uh, finish my coffee and um, say, well, thank you. I'm going to uh, go take a couple samples around here for uh, some colleagues to research. And, and I'm going to be on my way back uh, through, through the woods. Okay. Uh, they say, oh, oh good. Um, um, are you going heading back? You're heading back to the community. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, good. Yes, yes. You don't. Uh, yes, that's a good plan. Ah, okay. You want me to? Um, there's no lodging around here to stay around. If if I happen to stay a bit later, maybe finding some interesting spots of things to collect or lodging. Um, no, 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 not unless you 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 had a boat. You could sleep in one of the on the boat. You could dock your boat on the slips. But you know, there's no. No lodging, no. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, there's a, a small enough community here. Uh, I did. The mayor mentioned that there might be some services, um, religious services, tomorrow. Would that be oh. in the community over here? I'm, I, I, uh, I was raised a religious man and would uh, would like to, you know, do that on a Sunday. Oh, then head to the community hall. Community hall. Community hall. Okay. Very well. And just, just in, in the middle of town in Karuna? At the far end of the community, there's the community hall. You should head there tomorrow. Normal time. Church time. 
church time, nine, 9 a.m. or so. <laughs> 9 a.m., 9 a.m. I don't really know church time. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Um, is this, so to just, I would, I would recommend though, when you're heading back, just stay on the road. The woods are very thick and dark and yes, stay on yeah. the road. I did notice that on, on my way through, it was quite entrancing. I just felt very focused on where I was going and what I was doing. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, we, um, myself or my colleagues might be back through here just to take a look at things. Um, again, or maybe investigate a few other things, but uh, thank you. Coffee's Good. delicious. Welcome to Karuna. Thank you. Thank you for visiting. Thank you so much. So I'll go ahead and I'll leave and oh, uh, well, I'm a history student, so I'll grab a beaker of lake water and we'll see if that makes it <laughs> yeah. back for all the, uh, all the you, actual... you remember to put a lid on it while you're doing it too. Yeah. Don't just sort of let rest it on the front of your your handlebars or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to head back then. Yes. Yeah. Get that sample of lake water and then head back through the woods. Okay. I will, you know, since they mentioned, just I'll, I'll try and listen again through the woods just because it was brought to my attention. Stay on the path, do this and kind of pique my curiosity as to if I could hear or see anything through that foliage. Okay. Make a listen roll. Uh, that is an 07. That's an extreme success. Okay. As you're proceeding through the woods and you are pretty close to the midpoint, you haven't seen anyone on the roadway and it's just, a, you know, there's no wind. It's, and it's warmer inside the woods and moist because of the, you know, the lack of wind and the foliage and the sun beating down and the, the, the wet, the wet soil humid almost. So you, it's just everything's sort of muffled as you're riding. It's just the sound of your wheels, the sound of your pedals, the sound of the chain, the sound of your tires in the gravel. And then off to the north, off to the north, you hear through the woods, a very muffled sound. And it's almost like a, like a grum, like a rumbling, a rumbling sound. And then you hear a crash, crashing sound, like, like something falling through the foliage or not, or pushing through thick foliage and then nothing. And it's back to the sound of the tires and wind. And this was over the sound of your tires. You didn't stop to hear this. Mm -hmm. Something that was not a tree falling smaller. Oh, than it, that. it could have been a tree. It could have been a tree falling. That, that, I mean, okay. it, it's that could sound. Big. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you didn't hear a thud. You didn't hear you didn't hear the sound of like a tree falling and the thud of it hitting the ground. It was more the sound of the movement of the branches, as if a tree was falling and stopped. Okay, uh, with the the way the townsfolk over there greeted me and said, "Yeah, go ahead and head on back." Uh, I'm going to continue on back. I don't want to necessarily stop and investigate this right now, okay. um, just to be on the safe side. All right, so you're heading back. So we'll go back up to the top. Um, Froggy, so you're, you've been wandering around the area you're looking at. You've been looking for, in particular, certain insects, as you noted. And yes, uh, the moths and caterpillars that you were looking for, they're quite a bit larger 
and they exist. And these people are using some natural and some, some more modern methods of keeping critters off their plants, so to speak, right. but these still exist. The cabbage, cabbage caterpillars, the, uh, the but- yeah, yellow butterflies problem. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And they are, they're big. They're butterfly size. Bigger, huh? Wow. You do that's see frogs. Uh, you do see and there. there you, you see a few frogs. Uh, large good, ones good or toads yeah. or uh, like leopard frogs, pickerel frogs, but larger than, than you would expect. It's slowly trickling down into the other animals. Uh, hopefully we don't get some really large spiders or, um, and I'm also looking for, I'll look for crickets as well. Cause she mentioned crickets. Um, mm-hmm. So if I see, you know, rocks or fallen logs or stuff, I'll flip them over so that I can see if there's crickets. Snag one quickly with my. Well, I, I won't make you roll for it. You find a big cricket. and It's a, it's big cricket. It's enormous. It's, it's like enormous size cricket. I'll put it into a jar. It doesn't oh, like it. My little friend. <laughs> it fights back. <laughs> it's a good size cricket. Yeah, it's, it's definitely well, part like, of the thing with collecting insects is if you're not afraid of them, then you don't really care if they snap at you or hiss. Yep. A lot of them hiss. Yeah, you, you have a very large cricket and you can collect samples. The butterflies are hard to catch. Our butterflies, the moths are hard to catch as they are. Yeah, they are hard to catch. Small. I didn't, I didn't and, bring a net. And the, the caterpillars, I mean, they're already moths at this time of year. So, yeah. Oof, yeah, so you, yeah, you and you collect soil and water sample soil samples as well. I'm assuming. Yeah. So yes, you, you have a good good collection of all those things. I will collect water samples if they have wells. Uh, yeah, you're in. You are they're, in. They're, area they one somehow. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, area one, uh, you actually see that there is, uh, they've got a quite a bit of wet soil there. The soil is good. It's a lower part of the valley. So they, they don't seem to be trucking in very much water here. The crops, it's, it's area one you were going to, right? No, no, no. I'm in six. Oh, I'm you're in six. six I'm sorry. Partly in two. Yeah, sorry. That's correct. Yeah, part six and two. Yes, the soil is, is very, very sodden here, even this time of year. And uh, there are, you, you did actually see a fire truck parked at someone's house that had been repurposed as a water hauling truck. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, you can certainly collect water sample from like some ponded water in an area that's uh, lower. I might also, if I can find a place where it's not obtrusive uh, and I might dig a little hole, maybe dig a hole as deep as I can because you get to a certain point in the water will start to seep into the hole if the if the ground has you know water table um, and okay. collect some of that liquid as well just to make sure sure I'm okay. trying to be thorough yeah of course um, now just w- while you mentioned that I'd like everybody everybody to roll one percentile and tell me what you get oh just roll percentiles. I got a 97. 32. 62. 99. <laughs> mm. uh, 14. And what was yours, uh, Professor Delacour? 99. Hmm, that's not 
that's not it. <laughs> um, Ingrid, uh, Ingrid, when uh, just one, as you are poking around collecting samples and putting things in jars, you find an interesting rock. Just, ah. and it catches your eye. And it's, 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 you pick it up and, or you may, I don't know if you pick it up. Let's say you, you do the proper thing. You use a jar to. Yeah, that just jarred. Yeah, you jar the sample. You jar the rock. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's sitting on top of the soil uh, in an area that where it's rocky, but there, it doesn't match the same rocky composition of the other rocks in the area. It's like an area of an expo- exposed rock. And it just happens to be sitting up on against a rock. And you look at it, it's, you initially think it's a piece of broken glass. And upon upon inspection, you see hmm, this is it's blue, so it's it's a blue crystalline stone, that's, very small. That I'm gonna wait until my two little assistants are looking elsewhere, and that is going into my bag. They're not seeing that. Yep. Yeah. So you 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 collect that. So it's definitely something you haven't seen before. It, it, you thought it was broken glass. It's but you see it's a stone and you just you just collect it with a jar and the lid and you, you put it in your bag right that's it um so and is, is there anything else like do i get the, nope. the rest of my samples you do that yeah no i'm just, I'm just going back to froggy i'm just uh yeah right. i was just saying that's what you were the person who found that right. so yes froggy you've collected all your samples is there anything else you're going to do or well no i'm figuring i'm trying to do my timing i can see off in the distance maybe then you know but i'm gonna head back towards the lab that we've set up okay it's it's getting close to the you know after figure by the time i get back is when they'll all be bicycling in sure that makes sense uh so the next person was in grid so you've sorry yeah you found that stone are you doing anything else other than collecting samples or um i've got soil i've got water i don't think i need i don't think i need anything else at the moment besides i have some things i I, I need to report so i you know, come back to where I found my bike with my little assistants, take all my stuff, put it in, in my bag and make sure they don't see that particular one jar. Um, mm-hmm. Get everything packed up, thank them for their help, and then kick myself on my bike and head back toward the lab, mentally thinking, you know, thinking to myself, oh boy, this could be interesting. Yes, and as you're leaving the, the boys' Well, thanks for letting for letting us help you for a while. And the mother says, "Thanks for taking them off my hands for a while." Of course, of course. Could you roll a spot hidden, please? Oh, ah! It's probably the best roll. Uh, ooh, well, darn it! This isn't Delta Green. Fifty-five out of sixty-five, so normal. Okay. Um, you just notice that there's a, it is the end of, it is, you know, after all the work you've been doing, the traveling, the biking, the gathering samples, the documenting, taking breaks, um, it's getting close to the end of the, like the afternoon, not the end of the day, but the afternoon, right. you do notice that there are some people congregating here and there talking, looking your way. That's it. Nobody looking threatening, just people are becoming interested. Right, and I'm getting ready. I'm heading out anyway, so bye bye. Yeah. Okay, so you're heading back. All right. So then I guess we are going to. Uh, is it Louise or Roy? One or the other. 
can't remember who was next. I think it was I think it was uh, Roy Delacour Delcor next. Um, yeah, Roy will after collecting all of his samples, he's just going to kind of head on back to the to the lab. I, he sees no uh, no sense in dilly dallying. He knows um, he knows Louise and Froggy will be on top of their stuff, so he doesn't want to lollygag or keep things behind. Okay, um, could you roll a spot hit, please? Spot hit, sure. Let me. Uh, that is a fail okay you get back to the, the cottage no issues you probably run into one or two of your colleagues on the way or at least you see them from a distance as they're heading back uh louise yes um what is professor fontenot doing Yes. Um, so if I've done collecting from lot eight, I'll go to collect from lot four. Um, and if there's nothing of note after that, I'll head back to the, the house. Okay. Um, lot four, uh, again, very, uh, the house is off to the right across the road and down the, down the road from the place you've already been. There's nobody at those houses at present. You assume they're probably working the fields. Lot four has probably the second largest or second most second, I guess second largest amount of field space being given to crops and the crops are quite large. Now I would say, could you please, do you have a natural history, natural world rather? Could you roll that? I do have natural world. Yes. Just for natural world or biology, whichever you prefer. Okay. Oral biology, that's better. Oh, oh, oh no, that's a hundred. I was really excited. I saw the doubles, the two zeros. It was a hundred. <laughs> okay. Oh, if it was D and D, I'd let you roll advantage. Um, so <laughs> I'll just say that uh, you do notice that as you noticed before, as you were passing through uh, area lot three on the road, there's there's an area that's the lower part of the valley, and that area in that lower part. It, it, this is where the, the, the larger produce is. You, you actually okay. do, you're actually witnessing the larger produce and it's being loaded onto trucks and it's being loaded onto wagons and it's being loaded and pulled by horses and motorized vehicles. Not a lot of motorized vehicles. You, you do see it firsthand as you're, as you're collecting samples this time. Okay. Uh, people are watching you, but the word is spread now very quickly that the people are taking samples. And so you get the occasional wave, but you do notice that the smiles are kind of more straight, straight across, less up at the edges. So people are sort of a little more nervous about your presence and what you people are doing now. You don't see any threatening behavior. You don't see any threatening looks, but you definitely notice people, the smiles are flattening. Right. So you collect your samples and uh, yeah, so that's it. You're, you, you can all head back. So I will assume now that you've all, you're all heading back to the cottage. Nothing out, outlandish happens. It, it, you arrive at dinner time. You can do what, discuss whatever you wish to discuss, do whatever you wish to do. So I found quite a lot of interesting evidence of large, of uh, that, that something in the soil is being passed into the vegetables. 
uh, and then and then to insects and uh, and things that prey on insects. Uh, I mean, like uh, this the Sethophilus uh, maculatus is the biggest thing I've ever seen, and uh, I can't believe oh. it. Uh, oh my! Uh, one of the one of the the farmer's wives that I talked to said that she's been kept awake all night by the sound of these crickets. Um, and I can normal? see them with with them this size. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Now, the, what I've noticed is that. Uh, I don't know if any of you have noticed this, but they watch you well, all the time. Yeah. Outsiders. Well, no, far, far are weird. Perhaps, but uh, I did find the problem was I thought mine were a bit more uh, probing, shall I say? And then I found this. I pull out all my samples, you know, for one and five, but then I pull out the one that has that has the the the, the, the rock. Put it That's on the table. Hmm. I I'm not a geologist, but is that amethyst? No, I mean, well, amethyst can come in blue, but I'm not a geologist either. Do oh. we think, hmm. could this be, might this be a piece of the meteor? A broken bottle? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what meteors look like. I thought they were just like black rocks, but... But then again, the, they said it was green when it when it, it exploded. But this is definitely blue. Well, green would it? I, didn't the thing say copper because of the blue, the green? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. It could just be a bro, an old broken piece of medicine bottle. That's now. That's what I thought. But it doesn't. Um, it does. It looks like crystal, right? Not yes. uh, glass. Right. I thought it was strange. I don't know it, what you all saw, but I thought it was strange that these large produce, it, it's not uniformly across all of these plots Mm-mm. of land. Mm-mm. Only in some parts. Only in some plots. Yeah, and a lot in plot, plot three. Who who checked out plot three? I didn't get a really good look, but it seemed like there was a lot of really large produce there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> there was. There was a lot of there was a lot of large produce. Yes, and um, I noticed in lot six, as I was passing through, the goats. Now, the most of the produce was maybe just a little bit bigger, but not by much. But these goats, they were a little bit bigger, but for the goats of their size, they should not have had the horns they had. They were overgrown, much larger, and some of them had been sawn off so they wouldn't harm each other. What do you mean? Any any large livestock? I didn't see any large livestock. Anyone else? Aside from the did, goats with the horns. But did you say uh, two big horns or two weird horns or um uh keeper? They had multiple horns, didn't you say? They they instead of the little nubs, they had multiple nubs in some cases, not uniform, like they might couple here, three there, and they were really weirdly shaped and like mutation. Oh, mutation. Okay. That I, that's not that's like wouldn't hmm. Wouldn't like some sort of mutation in the livestock be like super uh, disconcerting to like a rural farm community? Yes, yes, it 20s? should be. Like, <laughs> unless, you think unless they, they like, just don't they usually sell those things to freak shows? Yeah, but like, how frequently are 
are farm animals like mutating like that you think like if it's one in one in a hundred or one in 250 like okay that's not that huge but if it's a whole pen of goats with i odd numbers of or anything more than two horns yeah, like that, that significant of a difference from what it should be normally mm-hmm. well if they're like fish folks they're going to take it as some sort of portent of uh you know evil <laughs> but i did think it was interesting that it was around that area well okay now that that, that was lot six but um it happened to be that in that general area was where i found the rock well, we oh, should plot were... out where the, the vegetables are growing so big mm-hmm. and where the weird, if it's all in that one area, then maybe you're right. Maybe there was something that fell right there or poisoned that area. Because, you know, some of the private lots, the one I went by, they just look like regular vegetables. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I saw a lot of just normal vegetables too. Solomon, did you see anything way out in like nine? Yeah, my experience was completely different from all of yours. Uh, so I got out into lot nine before the woods and just kind of tipped my hat on the way through. Went through the woods and, you know, just kind of felt uh, focused on going through. And I come through on the other side and turns out there's this little boating resort on the other side there's a general store there's an ice cream shop a restaurant you know well wealthy people in nice clothing with nice boats they they invited me in i I stopped and had a cup of coffee because i thought well you know i should be nice and if there's gonna be anything bad in it at least they got to boil the water right um so had that and then talked a little bit about, you know, yes, well, I, I'm here on behalf of the university. Uh, Mayor Walter asked us to come and take a look. So I'm going to get a sample from the lake. So that should be, you know, in the ice box or wherever. Um, but they were quite pointed in, in saying, yes, go back. And, hmm. and directed me that way. And, and I inquired briefly about the religious services tomorrow said it'd be on uh, the far end around lot one or five at about 9 a.m. There's a community town hall. Uh, there. Yes, the uh, community hall. It's in lot one. Okay, there we go. And uh, then on my way back through the woods, uh, just kind of had that same sense of, you know, here I am. I, the, the, the tires underneath my bike were the loudest things I could hear. And then once I got about halfway through Directly to the north, I just started to hear a crashing noise, a loud crashing noise, you know, something that might have even been a tree landing in, in another tree and stopping it or something coming through. But t- to be honest with how pointed the people on that side of the town were telling me to leave, I decided I'm going to keep moving because I am here by myself. Mm. Uh, so they were quite direct in that. You you say it was really quiet, huh? Yes, it seems. That's kind of unusual because forests are usually teeming with uh, noisy bugs. And I mean, if the crickets only cricket at night out here in that dark forest, they'll probably be cricketing all the time. Right, they should be. But I could I could hear the gravel crush underneath my tires mm. as I was going. Aside from when I heard the crash in the woods on the way back. 
Well, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't mind going in there and looking for bugs, but that's not really what we're here for. We're here for these lots of the vegetables. Well, you said that the bugs were unusually large. Maybe in the forest, you'll see the same. Mm -hmm. Well, but see, in the forest, they're not eating the plants. So, I mean, they're eating those plants. Right. But that's another point of data, right? You know? Yeah. Did the trees look unusually large? Not that I noticed. Uh, To be honest with you, I just was quite so entranced with the silence in a way. You know, everything it seems to be pointing to something that happened in the last two years. So maybe the meteorite thing is something we should pursue. Let's take a look at the crystal. See if we can figure yeah, out we what it is. Look at all these samples tonight and, mm-hmm. and make um, any observations. See if the housekeeper seems to think we would want to be interested in using the telescope. Perhaps one of us should tonight. I, yeah, well, I don't know that the mayor knows anything about science. I'm more worried about farms. I mean, I'll, I can plop an eye down in there and take a look, but. Uh... It's just thoughts. Just don't be aiming at any farmers' houses and seeing if the <laughs> seeing if you can spot them through the windows. Right, <laughs> right. You know, I think I've seen a couple of species of goats that have multiple horns, but usually on a farm, you burn those things off when they're still just buds on their head, so they don't grow. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it kills the goat, the baby goat, but they don't want them tearing each other up, so they usually don't let the horns grow. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Hmm. You start to think that you're, you're running over here with the, 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 some amateurs out there that don't know what they're doing. Now, I'm not even a farmer, and I know that. And the shapes of the horns, they were... Deformed. Not deformed, yes. Yeah, some and kind of rest. weird gene in there that's that's causing them problems. Might not or, affect, maybe it doesn't affect, if the veterinarian said that it doesn't affect the meat any, then... Or I the suppose milk. not, but from what, I could, from what I could see of that giant pig, it didn't seem to be any you know different than any, any other pig. It was just large. But these I, goats in particular were not just large, they were deformed. Yeah. Perhaps whatever it is is happening doesn't agree with goat physiology or something. Could could the pig have just been a big old sow that they had? Not that big. That pig was as big as a cow. Mm. I know what I saw. That was. I can. They can. They can be forced. Unfortunately, it's cruel, and like you can. You can force animals like over time to just eat and eat and eat. Most animals have no off switch as well, far as food is concerned. They're pretty damn big. Yeah, it's like a, it is. I mean, given its proximity to all the giant, all the giant vegetation, obviously, I, I, I'm more prone to think that it's connected rather than not, but. It's every step along the way, we encounter something different that seems even more confusing. I mean, a bumper crop for a whole village uh, of large vegetables is one thing, but then adding in extra large uh, 
pork and and goats with many many horns uh, either indicating a new subspecies of goat or a, a a pocket of mutation or just it or naivety in farmers which i i, I have a tendency to not believe that they're naive i don't know about any of you no yeah. But and and now a resort for rich people. Uh, it, I don't know what's going on here. I wonder what the general opinion is on that resort. If they if they tell us, you know, if we asked about it casually. But we do and, what you were just saying. You know, we do matter. know that whatever it is is getting into the animal, the food mm-hmm. chain. I saw a pretty large Neoscona arabesca, which. It's a spider that's been eating bugs that have been eating vegetables. And it shouldn't okay. be big. You think that resort, how long has the resort been? Do we know? I don't know. It's, it's been around a while. Just, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's established. Okay. It's not a huge, it's not really a resort so much as it's a couple of stores and slips for docks for boats to dock and an ice cream shop they've thrown up. It's it's not a place where people stay. They can sleep on their boats, but there's no, you know, recreation per se. Probably just fit people go out fishing. How big a lake was it? Pretty big? It's a big lake. Is it connected to anything else? Like, is it interconnected? Like, can they travel uh, <laughs> a great distance as it were? I can tell you. Um, it is a good sized lake. I'm looking right at it. Um, it's almost, the lake itself is almost as big as St. Paul, Minneapolis. Okay. That's a sizable lake. Yeah. It's, it's actually a real lake. So, so, you know. Yeah. I, Cause it's weird though. Cause if they have the, if they have the rural, even the little small shop that's bringing in some sort of like money into the community, you'd think that would have made the little drought a uh, bad couple of years, less impactful. I don't know. I, did, did you go inside? Yeah. I went inside the restaurant and had some coffee and they, from the conversation, they're making a little bit of money just to get by. It's not like they're getting rich. Might from, just be a bad investment. Yeah. Sounded Somebody like uh, everyone was still- a little everyone was a little closed off as I was mm-hmm. in there trying to drink my coffee and listen to what, what the conversations were. Well, I'm gonna take a look at this. I want to see if there's any animal life in the water in the soil, look for nematodes and uh, bacteria and things like that, see what kind of life is going on. If I find a gigantic nematode, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, something's really wrong here. Um, you, you guys, I, I'm just going to say you, you, it's, it's dinner time. You probably are going to be hungry about now. Uh, there's lots of canned food. There's, she left, when you return, you actually see that she's left you a, a pie uh, like a shepherd's pie kind of uh, for all of you in the, uh, or meat pie, some sort uh, on the counter counter for you wrapped in tea towels or whatever you call them in Minnesota. And uh, so she, it's just, she's, she's left you that she's come by and left that for you. And some jugs of, of, of milk have been replaced in the fridge. Uh, so, so you're, you're taking care of for food if you wish to eat or not. There's canned food. Of course, there is tinned food. 
uh, sardines, crackers, you know, the basic staples that would last a long while in between visits to the cottage. And uh, you're setting up your samples. You're noting what things are. You're getting ready to start looking at them. And there's a knock at the door. Dunk, 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 dunk. I'm doing the microscope. I'll go, I'll go answer it. Okay. Standing outside the door, you see with a big, big wide smile on his face, uh, a very tall man, very, I mean, not, not outrageously tall, just a tall man, a tall man with very close cropped hair and very perfect jacket and a perfect little white shirt done up to the top, no tie, uh, dress pants, and behind him, he has two farmer uh, types behind him. And, he's, and he uh, says, uh, uh, well, uh, I, nice to see you all settled in here. Um, I'm Kevin, Kevin Orlander, uh, Pastor Orlander from the community church. Um, I, I'm here on behalf of the community. I, I know we've heard that you're here, but you have a letter from from the mayor, our, our good friend, and you're here uh, from your university as well, which is the University Miskatonic, I gather. It's not, it's not the University from Minnesota here, which is, we find that a little bit interesting. Um, and the farmers behind, big wide smiles on their faces, like big wide smiles, they look put on. He says, I was just wondering, um, will, will you be attending services tomorrow? We, we'd like to invite you personally. Well, certainly. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I'll, I'll be there for sure. Yeah. We'd love to observe your local customs. What time? Pass. Did you just say ass or pass? No, I said pass. pass. <laughs> I, I heard ass too. Yeah, I heard me ass too. Like, That's not Tom. <laughs> That's the fun Damn, response. Tom. <laughs> That's not I'm Tom sorry, on camera. I'm. I'm. Uh, I used to have to go to church with my parents to the esoteric order. I mean. Uh, the church, the regular church. Never mind. He says, well, you're welcome to attend or not. You're even welcome to not attend and come for the meal afterwards. We have a little meal towards you know, late, late morning afterwards outside. We set out, the, we set out the, the tables and we have the flowers and the girls do dances. And uh, because, of course, the festival is coming up, we, you're w- invited to attend the festival as well on Monday evening. Uh, but, but in the meantime, if you wish to come, it's tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. We can even send a vehicle to pick you up if you like. You're very kind. Yes, thank you very much. That would be lovely. Yeah. If there's some uh, food we could bring for the for the meal, what should we bring? Oh, you do not worry. This is all traditional food. Traditional foods for the time of year. Harvest food. We will. We will definitely be, be ready for you. Very well. Okay. Looking forward Thank to you. it. Sounds Thank you. Lovely. Fantastic. So he he leaves, and they but they both leave, and there are three of them leave rather, and they they get into this very nice older older well, older. It's nineteen twenty five old for the time car, and they 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 head back down the road into the community. Uh, so yes, you're, you, you're back to doing whatever you're doing, looking at the samples and such. Um, so I would say that, uh, yeah, that's, uh, is that, that, that's what you wish to do right now. It's, uh, it's, we're like, you know, grabbing dinner, looking at stuff. And as soon as they're gone, I sort of turn to the rest and I'm like, I have a very odd feeling about all of this. Well, they're going to sacrifice a virgin or something probably <laughs> to, uh, I don't know. 
Um, oh. we didn't I'm even more catch what, in this uh, cricket here, but even I'm catch sure what perfectly harmless thing. Yeah, what order are we talking? Christianity, old world Christianity, something else. I mean, I'm sure that Christians were like. I'm sure they're Methodist or something around no, here. It's fine. Lutheran, probably if they're if they're mm-hmm. Swedish. Most likely Lutheran, yes. But uh, oh, and then they'll all get together and they'll put little crowns on their heads with little candles and dance around it. That's candle not mass. until Christmas. That's a candle mass. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, if you guys, I, I didn't want to seem rude. I'm sorry, I was busy looking at my cricket. Oh, you're fine. The, the cricket is large. The cricket is very large, and the cricket is is actually nice. making noise in the jar at times. Yeah, uh, when you leave it alone, it's, it vibrates right through the the glass. It's so it's, loud. It's, it's a male. It's male. It's very loud. Um, so, so I, I'll just uh, because of the time, I'll skip forward. To, let's just say that you're you're setting out your samples. You're looking at your samples. You're processing them. You're documenting them. And the the one thing that stands out is these these samples are teeming with life. The soil, when you lay it out and on your slide, and you add a drop of water so you can view it, teeming with life. And uh, who is the most, uh, I guess, uh, probably Louise. Could you please make a biology rule? But I'll get 100 this time. <laughs> Much better. 25, that's a hard success. 25, hard success. The one thing you know when you're looking at the, the various samples is there is a commonality between them in that there are bacteria in the samples that you don't really recognize. It's, 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 it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but you're just having a little bit of difficulty recognizing the, this one particular bacteria. I don't, I don't recognize. Does any of you know anything about bacteria, biology? No, I don't recognize I've, this sample. I've got biology as well, but... Yeah. I, I, I mean, do too. Uh, you can all make a roll. You can all make a roll. I got an 09, but the fact is there nope, are millions and millions of species, so. Strange. Yeah. Oh. I'm not saying that you don't recognize it in that it's, you know, the millions of bacteria. It just looks odd. It's it that doesn't, different. It's, it's that, it's that different from standard bacteria. Uh, it's almost angular. Hard, huh. hard to classify. Hard to classify. It would be very difficult for you to break it down. And as you're all moving into nighttime, uh, the one thing catches your eye. Or the, you, you actually, you know, you're working. It's starting to get darker and darker. And you do notice uh, you you all progress out and onto the patio at times. Note that at almost every single house, there is a little fire in the backyard right now. As the sun starts, to, as the sun disappears, and they're all having little fires in their backyard, and you can almost hear, and then you can hear the sound of singing, and it's 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 not in unison, of course, but there's just sounds, voices of singing coming from the various houses, that's and that's nice. where we should probably leave it then for tonight, Tom. Excellent. Oh, quaint. Uh, our players included Holly Buto, Jen Obertaz, uh, Patrick O'Brien, Andrew Bush, and myself with Sean Little as the Keeper of the Secrets. 
We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments we enjoy, reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.